Right, I watched a movie at the weekend. I know, I watched two actually that weren't homework ones, but this one I wanted to talk about because we need to have some stuff to to put out there when the World Cup's on. So we're going to talk about Weird. I think it's just called Weird, uh, the Weird Al Yankovic, or the Al Yankovic story. Yeah. So Weird, the Al Yankovic story. You familiar with it? Uh, you know that da- that's about uh, yeah, and Daniel Radcliffe as well. Daniel Radcliffe. So they're doing like the press sort of tour at the moment, and sometimes they're together, and it's like obviously like the, one of the gags is they don't fucking anything like each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's a little midget. Al Yankovic is fucking like a bit of a giant, and I guess right out of the gate, if you are not a fan of Weird Al, that kind of music, this will probably leave you pretty fucking cold. Mm because it's that kind of humour. But we watched UHF. Yeah. And it does have that kind of humour in it. What is it? Is it a biopic? It's a biopic, but probably 99% of it is false. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) On purpose? Yeah. Okay. And it's going to be absurd. Yeah, it's not not UHF. Is it skittish? Does it go into like... It has episodes of his life and like the big songs and some stories around it, but they're like often complete bullshit. All right. Well, spoil it for us. So it's it's like a mock biopic, really. Okay. Yeah. And he he obviously acknowledges that you can't not acknowledge it because of some of the stuff that happens in the movie. So it starts off and he's like 12, 13 years old and he's sitting at the dinner table and his parents are very, very strict, especially his father's like pretty, I wouldn't say violent, but he's fucking super strict. And they do the... The national, uh, you know, where the Americans got to recite all the that pledge. Shit. Yeah, and he changes the words to it at the dinner table, and his father goes fucking mad. And then his mother says, "Look, we've been talking, your father and I. We think it's better if you just stop being the person you are and don't do anything that you love, and that would be a lot easier for us." <laughs> and so it kind of goes on along that tone, and then one day, is this Radcliffe yet, or is it no? It's some actor. other guy. He's really good, actually. And his dad's just like relentlessly like, you're going to come and work in the factory with me. Mm. He tells this anecdote about how someone's been brutally fucking killed in a workshop accident. He's got like caught in a machine and died. He goes, so anyway, there's an opening if you want to come, <laughs> if you want to come and work with us in the summer. He's like, no, I'm, that's not who I am. That's not what I want to do. And then one day an accordion, door-to-door accordion salesman comes to the house and he's just transfixed with this fucking thing. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. And his dad- Odie was a uh, door-to-door <laughs> vacuum cleaner salesman really? for a while. Yeah. Kind of the same. Yeah. Anyway, the old man comes home and just beats the shit out of this guy in front of Weird Al, like just relentlessly pummeling him. And he goes out. The the, the mum says, "Right, go out and fucking clear your head." And she agrees to buy an accordion to like appease this man while he's dying on the floor. <laughs> and she says to him, "You can only play, you know, when your father's out of the house, and it's got to be in secret." So he literally plays in the closet. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> and then. Um, Later on, it, it, obviously, his dad finds out and goes fucking ballistic at him. And it's one of the f- my favourite lines in the whole movie. He just fucking screams, like, you don't understand me. You don't know. I'll show you. One day, I'll be arguably one of the best accordion players in a very, very niche genre of music. What music is he playing it's on his polka. accordion? It's oh, just polka. So he, polka, he goes polka, to, polka. that's when it kicks off because he goes to a party. Some like the cool kids in his school, like, Al, you've got to come to this party. So I can't go to a party, like my parents will kill me. And they like basically bully him into turning up and it's like it's a it's accordion music at this party. Brilliant. So he does a like solo on the accordion, they're all blown away by how cool he is. <laughs> so then it like it it, it moves on 
and then we see him living in a he's got an apartment with three mates it's a hideous <laughs> instrument i nearly just spat beer everywhere when you said that i do well to keep it in it is a hideous oh, hideous it's instrument, not as bad as the bagpipes but it's right yeah, up, it's yeah, up yeah. There. bagpipes are fucking catastrophic but this is dreadful but it sounds pretty good when he does it because he's very good at it anyway he's living with his four mates his three mates and they're like going around the room like saying oh, what we want to do oh this is bollocks on oh, my day job shit i'd really like to do this and like, al what do you want to do and like the strings go and the the hero music comes on he goes I want to make up words to songs that already exist. <laughs> and he like really triumphantly, it's fucking crazy. And they're like, oh, you should do one now. And he's like, I can't, I can't do it on the spot. And then he just goes to, they go, go and make us a sandwich. And that's when he writes my Bologna. Oh yeah. Yeah. My Sharona. My Sharona. Uh, so there's that one. Then they go, he, he ends up. My Bologna, is it? Do they say Bologna? Bologna? Yeah. I don't know. Bologna? Yeah, that's what I would have said, but that's not what it was said for him. Anyway, it moves on. It moves on at pace. His Rain Wilson appears as his manager. They do a show at, you know, one of those biker bars where yeah. they're like out in the middle of nowhere where basically everyone who plays dies and gets fucking killed for his <laughs> shot. Terminator 2. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, basically exactly like that. So there's a, like this proper punk rock band on like thrashing everything around. They get like turfed out and then he comes on and does like an accordion song <laughs> and they all love it and they're fucking going crazy. And then he, he, he meets Rain Wilson who plays a character called Dr. Demento who I think is a real person. He's from like Mad I really Magazine. like Rain Wilson as well. He's good in it. And then he drags him to this party and like everyone who's, it's all played by like recognisable people and the people that they're playing, you would recognise those as like Andy Warhol's there, Pee Wee Herman, Salvador Dali, <laughs> and John Deacon's just there like randomly, <laughs> all these weirdos. And they're like, there's the bass guy from Queen. They're like, go on, fucking weird guy, like, play us a song like make up a song now and that he does another one rides the bus <laughs> right <laughs> it's fucking really good and daniel radcliffe is fucking immense like mm. he's i think fucking really good it, like his comedic chops are great he's mm. what I, one one of the things i like most about daniel radcliffe right is that obviously he fucking made it big early and then he's just clearly decided right i'm not going to keep making like blockbuster stuff he's just so going to do what's I'm interesting just make, to him. like yeah like yeah. niche stuff or whatever Fun, is interesting yeah. to me because i the pressure's off me and i just do what the fuck i want yeah so he makes stuff like this which is great or yeah. swiss army man though, yeah because you were turned cool. around on it you didn't like radcliffe did you uh, no uh, was it, uh, but the swiss army man proved to me how wrong i was he's yeah. he's brilliant yeah and i don't I actually think like i watched guns of kimbo wasn't a huge fan of that oh it's the same but i still think like kudos for like just doing what you want it was still know? pretty interesting yeah. and different and yeah then he so he gets a bee in his bonnet about being known as the parody guy right so rain wilson tricks him into taking acid and he has this trip and when he comes out of it he's written eat it all right but in the film that. eat it has come before beat it so michael jackson oh, did it first so michael jackson's is the parody version <laughs> right. brilliant madonna comes along that, cause th th there's a thing in the film and it is true that when he parodies you you get the the al yankovic bump so that the real song gets big as yeah. well again right, yeah okay. yeah yeah so madonna comes on the scene wanting the al yankovic bump so she starts shagging him just to, <laughs> so he can parody her but he's there oh, i'm not doing parodies anymore but he, she doesn't know she hasn't told him that she's using it. You know Which what I mean? is the yeah. one that he does of Madonna's? Like a virgin. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like a bit aggrieved that he's now like a serious artist. And he says, well, they've, they've fucked. And he's like, oh, so fucking like annoyed about, about Eat It, which, as you know, is the original like version of that song. <laughs> and they like, really lean into how stupid it is. And there's a subplot which becomes the main crux of the thing where Pablo Escobar wants him to play at his 40th birthday mm. and he's like I don't do that shit anymore like I'm a serious artist I'm a musician <laughs> I write songs anyway it, it, what happens is Madonna is kidnapped mm. by Pablo Escobar and he has to who's go playing Madonna I was going to ask that yeah. Rachel Evan Wood right I know the name I can't from Westworld 
Oh, Dolores in Westworld. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Oh, he has to go and rescue her, and this is where it starts to get a bit UHF. He's he's there like shirt off with the Uzi, nice like the Rambo bit from UHF. Bar's like really camp and stupid, and he's talking like, oh, that was so extra and all this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there's a thing where Al's been wearing a platinum like a medallion and their CDs, but each one is platinum to represent all his platinum fucking records or whatever. So he gets shot. Escobar shoots him and he's down, but he you know, takes his shirt off. He's got the bullet. He takes one off and just throws it and it fucking like decapitates Escobar. <laughs> but Madonna, knowing now that she won't get the bump from Al, she takes over his cartel. This is a bit unbearable weight, this bit, is it? A little bit. I did actually think that a little bit at the time. So he he has to leave her. She she tries to gun him down, actually, and she's just, like, opening fire with this gun and there's just, like, white powder flying all over the place because it's just, like, in big blocks. Madonna has now become the... She she takes over the cartel. And she's just done a full Tony Montana Yeah, she's gone full Scarface, yeah. And he's basically disenfranchised now with the whole music biz. It's just obviously led him down a dark path, which he's not content with. So he he actually goes to work in the factory he's and then he's sort of spoken about it and it's been pretty obvious that he's got daddy issues so he thinks well you know if i go and work in the factory I might win back the old man's favor and everything he's been doing is to kind of try and you know win favor with his old yeah. man and get his respect which he's never had so he goes to work in the factory and the old man comes up to him and then they have this this reconciliation where he says no, i don't want you to work here you know or you know i, I could never said it but i you know i've you're, you're amazing. You're better. You are better than this. And then he he takes him home and he shows him all his, his scrapbook of how he used to play the accordion and it ruined him and all sorts of shit. It's fucking so stupid. Um, and then we get the, the upside note. He sort of like starts to recover and he goes to the Grammys. He's nominated and he he wins and he starts doing his acceptance speech. It's, like, it's just fucking ludicrous. But the whole time he's doing his acceptance speech, there's a guy in like full camo gear with like a fucking huge assault rifle just in the front row like getting ready he's like just waiting for your signal and as he as he's like holding his grammy aloft he just fucking gets executed madonna like gives the order to like oh, shoot, no. and it just comes up on the screen weird al was executed at the grammys 1985 and that's like that's the end Brilliant. <laughs> stops. i remember that way to go I had so honestly so much fun watching this movie yeah it sounds good okay yeah really really no, enjoyed it's-, it. it's like it flies by it's like 80 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever it is. You've made me chuckle enough with this that I think I'm going to go if and If you don't like the out. songs, though, yeah. I mean, it will leave you cold. Because no, like, a lot of the songs are in it, like the real... I like ones. that UHF. I say, I think I remember at the time it wasn't funny the whole way through, but it had plenty to, to this keep is stronger entertainment than UHF. and I mean, laugh. This is. And, and then I'll give it a go, yeah. Nice. So would you would you recommend it? I mean, I, I'm not... I, I only know... Al Yankovic, I've heard his name obviously plenty, but yeah. I know him from the film that we watched and yeah. a couple of the like the parody songs back in the day. And he did the the theme tune, like the theme music for Captain Underpants, which is a big hit yeah. in my house. But so it's not that, but I don't know a great deal. For, so I'm not writing him off. But is it for someone who doesn't really know a great deal about it? Is it worth a? I mean, you're not going to learn anything because none of it's true, right? I mean, the songs are true. Yeah, they record the first song, My Bologna, in a bathroom that's true that did happen okay did he write it or anything was he involved in in the film yeah it so it started out as a skit it was a you know that funny or die website thing mm, mm. it was a 10 minute skit about 10 12 years ago which they've now expanded into a full movie so the guy who did the skit is the director of the film okay. so it's just like it's a super exaggerated version of some of the stuff that happened it's not too like self-aware and knowing is it because it's it's I mean, obviously it quite meta isn't it? But... it well yeah and he's in it he plays a music exec that turns him down yeah but which... is that stuff okay they handle that i right? think so i mean i loved it but yeah. it, it i mean it 
it is very that the whole point of it is that it is completely self-aware yeah and but bogus as well but it's it's not that winky winky stuff because it's more like a celebration of yeah 100 percent that it's 100 percent a celebration yeah. and so that's the point like if you don't like those songs you're going to be like well this is just fucking stupid i do so it's fine for me Danny i'd Radcliffe, see it just for radcliffe yeah, yeah it's great in it like they look fucking nothing alike <laughs> but it's just it just works it's fucking great and i want to listen like i want to get the soundtrack as well it's fucking cool get it I'm on it. <laughs>